All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of So Baseball. We have a special one for you tonight. My father calls in from uh, his vacation uh, to talk about all kinds of sports, not just baseball. Um, we cover all kinds of exciting stuff. So um, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Nice. Okay, so let's begin. We have as our special guest today, my father, Ab, calling in from an undisclosed location in Europe. Is it okay if we tell the listeners where where yes, you are? It can be disclosed. It can be disclosed. <laughs> my father, because I'm in the sec- I'm in a secure location in that <laughs> disclosed location. Good. Which good. is Antibes, France. Nice on the Côte d'Azur. Beautiful. I'm so yes. envious. You're out there living the dream. Um, you, you've been there three weeks? Been here almost uh, four weeks. Close All right. To four. So the trip's winding down. We got uh, nine days left. Yeah, just about the same amount of days so. left in the Major League Baseball season. Um, I know. And how about those Padres? Ugh. It's they been suck. Bru- <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Even from this. here. <laughs> they are, just, they're out of it. They're done. They're done. They're done. Tatis I mean, is arguing with everybody. <laughs> you know. Well, I feel I like only they get put snippets of it here. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how much the French press is covering yeah. this, but. Um... Oh, it's big over here. <laughs> Tatis. <laughs> Yeah, Tati and uh, and Manny. Yeah, Manny and Tati had a little bust up in the dugout over the weekend, and it just bummed everybody out. And just to see the team not only imploding and losing games and getting swept by the Cardinals, but then to see the infighting, it was just sad to see. Very sad. But um, are the Yankees going to make it? That's the next question. Wow, you are, you are good. You're anticipating my every question. Um, ah, well, you know, <laughs> that rosé wine keeps you attentive. <laughs> yeah, well, it's only 11 a.m. here, so I, I'm not allowed to have any rosé for another 40 minutes. So well, you're just you know, going to have to bear with me. It's so uh, soir here. So Exactly. So just to run you down on the Yankees. Yep. What's the, <laughs> the Yankees doing? The Yankees won uh, the last two games against the Texas Rangers, games that they had to win against a, a lesser opponent. They won both. So now they're still only a game out of the second wild card spot. They're within striking distance, unlike the Padres. And uh, so they just have to, they have to win today against the Rangers, sweep the Rangers, they have an off day tomorrow, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they play the Red Sox in Boston, oh, which essentially man. is going to oh, decide man. the playoffs. Yeah. So, That's as big. you can imagine. Well, as you can imagine, I won't be watching any of it because I'll be watching <laughs> the Ryder Cup. Yeah. From Wisconsin. Well, okay. Yeah. Now, what, out, what so, time difference that is comes that comes every be? two years. Well, it's going to be difficult because it's going to be a – seven hour time difference i'm going to be seven hours right later later so when it's noon yeah. there 
it's going to be seven o'clock at night. And so when it's, you know, five o'clock there, it's going to be midnight. Are you planning to stay up later than normal to see as much of it as you possibly can? I am. I'm going okay. to try. Nice. Okay. How many days is this tournament? Four? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So just three days. I mean, I guess you'll be monitoring the baseball while you've got the Ryder Cup. You'll be awake. Well, I'll be awake, so I can easily switch switch channels. Yeah. Although, I mean, the the uh, the baseball is going to start even later. Um, right. So if the Yankees but What I've start... been doing is mm. I've been uh, watching the recap. Nice. In the morning. Beautiful. That's the way to do it. So in the morning, I turn on the recap. I don't have the scores on. So I turn on the recap and I get the little five-minute... Oh. You know, nice. they show me the highlights. Do you watch the condensed reel. game? Do you watch the condensed game or the recap? Mm, both. Okay. Because the condensed game can be about eight minutes long, and the recap is usually about two minutes long. Yeah, I, th- I guess I watched the condensed game last time. Nice. Yeah. I mean, for these, I think you're going to want to, um, just yeah. because Yankees-Red Sox. So that's starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. So that's, so that's six hours later. So 7 and 6 is 13. That'll be 1, one in, in the, the morning. morning. It starts. Yeah. Right. So perfect for you to... So at four in the morning, it's over. And when I wake up at five in the morning, I turn on the uh, MLB site and watch it. Yeah. I think when I was at the Dodgers the other week with Dave, um, you had already woken up and our game was still going on because it was Pacific time. So you were saying, hey, what's up with the Padres? Let's go. And I was like, yeah, we're there. Yeah. So. That can happen with the West Coast game. Yeah. It can run late because that's a nine hour difference. So, seven and nine, 16, that's, yeah. We got a lot of math on this podcast. Yeah. Let's <laughs> cut out the math. So, now should we talk about your beloved White Sox, your childhood team? Well, you know, I don't really follow the White Sox like I used to when I was a kid. Yeah. I used to know all the players and whatever. So now I don't even follow the White Sox. But the only time I talk about the White Sox is if somebody says, oh, you're from Chicago, Cubs or White Sox. Right. Then I have to tell them White Sox, which is usually the wrong answer for most people because everybody thinks the Cubs are the Chicago team. But I was a White Sox fan, so sticking with them. But exactly. I don't really follow them anymore. Well, but you're coming around for the you I know for the playoffs. Yeah. If the yeah, if the Padres are out and the Yankees falter, the White Sox may be our best hope to cheer for a winner. Well, my second team was always the Yankees because right. th- they were so good in those days. And then now in those days, you just had one team, there was no playoffs. So the Yankees would always win the American League. So since I was a White Sox fan, I was an American League guy, so I right. always I always went with the Yankees in the World Series against whoever they were playing. Cardinals. Dodgers, Dodgers, Cardinals, Pittsburgh. Right. So and Pittsburgh most of the got time, on that one year. Yeah, that was that was a 
That was a good game, really. Yeah, that was nineteen. Mazurowski. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, can't win them all, but they won a hell of a lot of them. Yeah, they, they did. were like a, they were like the UCLA, the John Wooden <laughs> UCLA teams. You know, when yeah. they about you know, I don't know what seven out of eight in met March Madness. Yeah, that was that was quite the run they went on from the from the Kareem era through the Bill Walton era, all through you know the whole John Wooden time was just an incredible run. I think that's probably never been repeated in sports. I don't know. You, want to look at like Juventus winning 10 straight titles or something like, but otherwise like, has anybody done what UCLA? Well, Loyola Chicago won one. So that's, <laughs> that's like winning 10 for UCLA. Yeah, exactly. What year did Loyola yeah. win? Loyola won in 1963. Okay. Were you in school then or is that right before you started? No, that was a year before I started. Okay. So that did that influence your decision at all to go to Loyola? No, no, <laughs> not at all. I don't think I was. I don't know. If, I don't remember being a big college basketball fan when I was in high school. Right. I guess I was still watching hockey, football, and baseball. Was was um like NCAA tournament on television back then in the sixties? Um, probably, I don't remember. It, I guess they would probably televise like the national championship game. And I'm maybe sure the, they did. I'm yeah. sure they did in the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. But, but probably I not all 64 games. No, not like now, <laughs> but yeah, I was mostly, uh, you know, Chicago's fan, white Sox, bears, Blackhawks. Yeah, um, I used to like fo- I used to follow football more than you know, Gale Sayers and the Bears had some good teams in those days. Yeah, and you only had one team for the whole city, so it wasn't like a no fan base. No, we had the Cardinals. Oh, the we football the Chicago, team. We had the Chicago Cardinals. Really? And here's a here's a story I got to tell you that I never told you. Maybe so. We used to go to this little diner that was about four or five blocks from our house in Elmwood Park. It was called Peter Pan's. Okay. It was across from the Sears store. It was right at the corner of North and Harlem. And we used to go there and, you know, have a Coke and some fries and sit around. This was when, it may be when we were in eighth grade, maybe maybe freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look up when the Chicago Cardinals left Chicago. But anyway, we saw a sign on the window and it was advertising this Saturday, three of the Chicago Cardinals are going to be here. Mm. You know, like to just do a little promo thing at the Peter Pan restaurant. Mm-hmm. So me and a couple guys said, hey, let's go to this thing on Saturday, you know. We'll see the football players. So we show up at whatever time it was going to be, 11 to 1 or something, or 11 to 12. We show up, and there's nobody else there. <laughs> just us. Me wow. and a couple of buddies. 
and these three guys from the Cardinals were there. Don't ask me who they were. They were there, Peter Pan's, and so we're just sitting at the counter with these three football guys. Of course, they must have felt like, well, what the hell are we <laughs> wasting our time with these three little lame, you know, high school freshmen here. So we were just bullshitting with them. We didn't even like the Cardinals because we were all Bears fans. Right. So, you know, but anyway, we hung out with them and they signed some pictures or whatever the hell they did. And then they, you know, and then they took off after an hour or so, you know. Yeah. So, and nobody else came. I mean, it was pitiful. So anyway, that was the Chicago Cardinals. And then within a year or two, they left Chicago. And That's uh, after 1959. Is that when they left? Yeah. So you're looking up. So you could see I was still in grammar school. Right. So, because I graduated grammar school in 1960. Okay. So, so you were a young kid. Yeah, seventh grade. You know, I was 12, 11, 12 years old. So that was that was a fun event. That's that's kind of incredible that like the 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 PR or marketing whatever just didn't publicize this this visit and they just put up like a flyer in the Peter Pan diner and like n- nobody showed up. I mean that's right. That's just I mean that's probably I mean, contributed to them leaving. Could have it could have been the <laughs> I could have tipped it over. These three guys went back and said, we got no fans here. Yeah. Let's get the hell out. Let's get the hell out of St. Louis. And they were both NF. I mean, they were both NFL. Like there was not one of them was AFL or something like. No, no. They were NFL. Now, I don't know. I got to go look at the details of the Cardinals now. You probably got pulled up already. I have the Wikipedia site. I don't know when they, when did they start? 1920. They were an original NFL franchise. Really? Yeah. It, always in Chicago. Yep. And they played at Comiskey Park uh, off and on. They played um, at Soldier Field only in 1959. So they mostly played at Comiskey Park. See, and the Bears used to play at Wrigley Field. Okay. Because I went to Bears games at Wrigley Field. Right, because that was a lot closer for you. Well, we were just Bears fans. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, what yeah. what do you think the breakdown was? I mean, obviously, the Cardinals felt like they would have better draw moving to a new town. But um, was it kind of like Yankees-Mets or, you know, where like... Yeah. It's like yeah. one team is just much more dominant? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Because okay. the Bears were, you know, George Hallis and... You know, the Bears were playing for championships and, you know, always a pretty good team. You know, there weren't that many freaking teams. So it was like, you know, the Bears against the Packers and, you know, well, I guess there were, you know, I don't know the original NFL teams, but Cleveland Browns. Right. The Bears won the NFL championship pre-Super Bowl in 1963. So you would have definitely been aware that that year. Yeah. Well, that's the same year the Fenwick, my junior year, Fenwick won the city championship. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, so when they have, uh, you know, we're in the Catholic League, so we play all the Catholic schools. And then there's the public school league. All the public schools play each other. Right. It's kind of like if bishops beat, <laughs> you know, Tory Pines. Right. San Diego City Championship. Yeah. So we played, so Fenwick won the Catholic League. And then Lane Tech, which is a big school, which is right. like a technical school where they would teach people to be plumbers and electricians and all that, you know, was a technical school, they called it in mm-hmm. those days. So they won the public school championship. So right. the game was the game was at Soldier Field. Wow. Yeah. The high school city championship. <laughs> That's amazing. And of course, yeah. Of course, you know, we were a little school compared to this one of the biggest public schools in the city, you know. Yeah. And they had a good team. But we, you know, we were the little train that could, I guess. I mean, we had some good players on there. They probably and, didn't uh, scout you guys enough. And, you know, uh, you guys just had some secret weapons and they weren't ready for it. Well, yeah, it was big. It was big. I think that's the only time. Well, the Catholic League normally didn't win the city championship. Right. Usually the public school won. Yeah. You know, because all the Catholic schools were just smaller, way smaller than the yeah. public schools. So anyway, it was at Soldier's Field. It was cold. And uh, one of the guys in our in our class, one of the juniors, he was a running back. Danny Danello. uh, (laughs) Yeah. We had a bunch of Italians on the team, you know. Right. Italians and Irishmen. That was the whole team. Right. And, uh, yeah, I think he ran touchdown back early in the game. And I don't know. I don't remember what the final score was. But, you know, we came out winners and had a – I don't know if we had a day off or we just had a big pep rally at school or – yeah, it was – it was pretty Amazing. good. Yeah. Nice. So looking uh, at uh, Lane Tech, yeah, they, they have a current enrollment of 4,500 kids. So even if that's, you know, not as much that they had back in 63, I mean, that's a well, massive we had school. About, we had about 1,200 kids maybe. Okay. So that's pretty big for a private school. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I think there were about so anyway, so much for. Yeah, we're just bopping around. We're going we're going NCAA basketball. We're talking uh, high school Catholic League football. We haven't even touched on the Blackhawks. Um, But before we before we too early to touch on them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got a new goalie, right? It's too early to talk about. (laughs) But getting back to the White Sox. Put me on um, the spot. Getting back to the White Sox. Here's a, I'm going to give you a stat right now that, um, I, that makes me nervous. And it's, I, um, I want to get your thought on this. So the White Sox um, are going to clinch the American League Central in the next day or two. Um, they have a big lead over Cleveland. But there's something interesting about the White Sox splits, okay? Um, they're 49 and 27 at home, but they're only 36 and 39 on the road 
And even more concerning, they have a losing record, 25 and 29, against above 500 teams. So they beat up on the bad teams, but they lose to any team over 500 more often than not. So that gives me... That's, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. Going into the playoffs where you're going to face, you know, the other... They're gonna, yeah, they're going to face better pitching. Exactly. That's who they lose to. They lose to probably the good pitchers. And if Tampa Bay takes the American League East and then either Boston, Toronto, or Yankees get, get in the wild card, the White Sox will likely end up playing the Astros um, in the first round. Now that's a no, tall that's task. That's no good. Yeah. That's no good. They're cheaters. Yeah. They're the they're cheating cheaters. Team. Yeah. They're cheaters. And the hitters. Plus they're good. Yeah. They're actually they're really good, good and they cheat. Yeah. Yeah. But the White Sox have more. The White Sox have great pitching too. Um, and, you know, they have Tony La Russa, which is the X factor. But the Astros yeah, have I Dusty Baker. You're not, you're I don't, not sold I don't, on Tony no, La Russa. I'm not so. No, I like Tony La Russa, but I don't think he can. He's not on the mound. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Except to go pull the starting pitcher, so <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, it, it's yeah. like the it's like the captain of the Ryder Cup. It, they don't. They can't make any putts. You know. Right. 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 They can put guys out there and say, "Oh yeah, I think, you know, Tiger and Phil will be a good team up." You know, like they yeah. did one year, but that was a bust. You know. But anyway. Cap- Who's the best captain this year? The captain this year, Steve yeah. Stricker, the okay. Wisconsin guy, because it's right. at Whistling Straits in Wisconsin. So okay, it's well, all it's all Wisconsin. Okay, oh, okay. so he knows so this anyway. course better than anyone else, I would think. Well, yeah, probably. Steve Stricker, how old is he? He's, uh, I'd say he's around fifty. And the Ryder Cup format is still like U.S. versus Europe, right? That's the right. Europe. Who's favored? All this of year? Europe. Well, here I'll give you the uh, I'll give you the odds, which I just saw. Minus one ninety USA. Oh boy, that's pretty heavy favorites. Yeah. All right. Europe is plus one ninety. So that's the. That's the line, but yeah, who knows? I mean, so, that's pretty much two to one odds for right, two to one odds, the, uh, or you know, for the for Europe. Yeah, so that's a big ask. Does Europe well, just not stars at the moment? Are people injured? What's going on? They don't have as they don't have as many, you know, top ten guys. That the the, uh, the Americans got like. Eight of the top fifteen guys in the world, right? You eight of the right top now. eleven or something. Yeah, gotcha. they've got a lot of good players, but you know it always comes down. This has happened in the past. It comes down to who can who can sink a crucial putt, right? It's like and golf the format comes down to. Well, there's two formats. There's what they call the foursomes, which is right. alternate shot. And 
four ball, which is the best ball. Okay. So it's always two man teams. Friday and Saturday, it's two man teams. Right. And they play uh, four matches. So eight guys go out on each Mm -hmm. team. In the morning, they play alternate shot. In the afternoon, they play best ball. Now, what is the difference between all? For our well, best ball, best ball is when both players play their own ball all the way to the hole, and you take their best score against the other team's best score. Gotcha. So if you and I are playing as a team and I get a five and you get a four, then we take your four against whatever the other two guys get. Gotcha. So we play our best ball against their best ball. I see. But alternate shot is what it means. I tee off, then you hit the next shot, then I hit the next shot, then you hit the next shot until we get in the hole. Wow, that sounds like it would be so easy to lose focus. Oh. You're not even hitting the ball half the time. You might not even putt all the time because, you know, the other guy might putt, and he gets it close, and they give, they give the putt away. So... I think Nance just locked me out of the thing here. <laughs> she, I don't know if she knows I'm outside. I'm out in our balcony looking at the Mediterranean here. Nice. So. No, she left it open. Oh, okay, good. good. So, um, so that's alternate shot. Have you ever played that format? Yeah, we Nance and I played it in the couples tournaments. They always have it when we play the club court couples tournaments yeah one one day is always usually the last day is alternate shot which is way more oh i wish i could show you the picture of this moon coming up oh yeah harvest moon harvest moon is coming up over the mediterranean oh right beautiful now. get a picture oh my god get a picture and we'll use can't it get a picture up. it doesn't okay, capture it it doesn't really capture it as well. I'll take a picture, though. Yeah, send me Can a I, picture. What, and we'll... What's going to happen with the podcast? Oh, it won't shut you off. It'll keep going. It'll switch over the camera then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I so, see. You're... Yeah. I thought I was going to lose you when the, when, the, uh, when the camera went on. Nah. No, it's, it's not going to. I was walking home last night from Figueroa as the moon was coming up. Just beautiful. Yeah, I know it. So, so, well, okay. So the Ryder Cup's going to be exciting. We got Yankees, Red Sox. We're, we're uh, doing a, we're, you know, pouring one out for our beloved Padres who are going to miss out once again. And oh, we have boy. trepidations they were going so about so good this year. Oh, I know they were. They were a lot the for pitching, the first wild card. The pitching just fell. Yeah, it was injuries right? Injuries. The bats went cold. Team chemistry had issues. I mean, you name it. Well, but yeah, it's mostly it the goes. pitching. Yeah, we we should be better in twenty twenty two. It's like Clevenger the putting back. in golf. You know, it all comes down to the putting in baseball. It all comes down to the pitching. Yeah, that's true. 
but different people pitch than hit. It's whereas in golf, the same person's doing everything. Well, golf's an individual sport most of the time. Yeah. So anyway, to finish up with the alternate shot with Nance and the couples tournament, that is the that is the most stressful alternate shot <laughs> format you could ever have. Yeah, with your wife. Alternate shot with your wife. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's way worse than the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Now um, they don't know. They don't know what pressure is. Now, what's the best way to play the hole? If does Nance get to tee off from the red tees? Well, the way they play it in this format, yes, Nance tees off from the red tees. They have what's called a modified alternate shot. You both, I've got a name for it, but I forgot what it's called. Um, you both tee off. Then she goes to my drive, and I go to her drive. Ah. And, and we hit second shots from the opposite person's drive. Ball swap. Then on the third shot, we pick one shot, mm. one ball, and alternate in from there. I see. Okay. So it starts like kind of like a scramble with a ball swap and then you go to alternating shots. Right. And that's every hole? Every hole. Okay. So you always hit, you each hit a drive. We each hit a drive. Okay. On Ryder Cup, so, just one person drives. Right. Gotcha. And then on, in Ryder Cup, then the opposite person drives. One person hits on the even holes and one person hits on the odd holes. Oh, okay. So it doesn't matter who sunk the putt from the last hole. Right. No. Okay. Not in that. Not in the Ryder Cup. Gotcha. And not in not in this one. Not in the one we do with the couples tournament either. Yeah. But you guys did well in the alternating shot, right? We did. Why? Because Nance is down the middle. I know. She's so consistent. So she hits one down the middle and then... You know, I hit mine out of bounds or, you know, in the rough or somewhere right. stray. So then I get to hit hers from the fairway. So I take out a three wood. I knock it down there somewhere. She chips it on and then I putt. Right. And so it was a good, you know, it was good teamwork with, because she was always in play. Yeah, your your styles complement each other because Nance yeah. is so consistent, hits down the straight of the fairway. I mean, it must be weird to, for her to walk out to your drive and be like, "Where the heck am I? I'm 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 used to being right in the middle of the fairway." Like she probably doesn't right. play like, from the from trouble. She doesn't know how to scramble. <laughs> <laughs> well, when she plays with you, she probably does. She has to. She'd be like, "What'd you hit it way over there in the rough for?" Yeah, I'm like. Yeah, I wasn't trying to, really. <laughs> I mean, so. we should all be so lucky to have Nance's consistency out on the course. Oh, man. I know. But she works at it. You know. Yeah. Nothing comes yeah. easy in golf. Yeah, we know that. So. Um, all right. Well, on that note, um, well, I want to thank you. Well, I'm glad I could be with you tonight. Yeah. And um, we'll have a welcome home pod, um, hopefully sometime in October. We can look at how the playoffs are going and 
maybe we can bring Dave on here for a, a family pod um, when you're back in the States. So enjoy the rest of your time. Looking in, forward to it. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your time in France. Give my love to Nance. Will and, do. Uh, Sorry, I had a wind. And we'll the do. gang. Let's we'll talk do. Talk to him. All right, and, Albert. Uh, yeah. This has been fun. Au revoir. All right. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Ciao. Thank you.